Welcome to episode 15 of All in a Homeschool Day, the podcast helping you keep homeschooling real and in perspective. I'm your host, Crystal Wagner, and this week we're talking about staying focused when there are so many ideas out there. I've had readers write in in the past, and I want to read three of those comments to you. One mom said, I have too many ideas I would like to implement all at once, and at some point, I lose focus. Another mom said, I love finding ideas and inspiration, but I tend to change too much too soon, and then it is too much work for me, and I become stressed. Another mom said, I want to do it all, but feel like we're barely getting through the basics. The realities are not matching my ideals. This is a problem that probably all homeschool moms deal with. And today, I'd like to help you kind of think through what you could do when this happens and make some plans to help you keep going in the future. So the very first thing that I do whenever I think I want to make changes is that I ask myself a few questions. First, I ask, is this motivated by fear, guilt, or shame? You can refer back to the, those previous episodes of the podcast, and if you haven't listened to those, I highly recommend that you go back and listen to that episode and think through if some of these changes might be motivated by fear, guilt, or shame. I know whenever my daughter came to me and asked, hey, mom, when am I going to do grammar lessons? I really want to do it. I stopped a moment and looked at her and thought, what child asks to do grammar lessons? But then I kind of stepped into her shoes and I started thinking about why is she asking this? I think it was fear of being left out. She had a number of friends at church who went to public school or they used a different type of curriculum than we do and they were doing grammar lessons and they were talking about those grammar lessons. And I don't think any of them really enjoyed those grammar lessons all that much, but she felt left out. And so I was kind of feeling a little guilty that she was feeling left out. And so what I ended up doing was I bought the grammar book that we're going to eventually use because we don't do grammar until a little bit later. And I gave it to her and said, you are welcome to work through this in your spare time, but I'm not making this a part of our school day because we have a very full school day already. And it's something that I plan to cover with you at a later date. But if you want to work through it because you're really interested, you go right ahead. And I do think that she was a little bit interested because she likes to write. And that is one of her giftings. So that kind of made sense that she'd be interested in it, but she really never took action on it. So I think it was motivated more by that fear of being left out. Also, recognize that if you are doing something because you are afraid of um, not teaching your child what he or she needs to know, or that you feel guilty that you're not teaching him something, know that if you are covering the basics and that is all that you can do right now, that is enough. And if you need some help work, walking through the process of identifying what the basics for your family are, because they are different for every family. I have a free PDF that can help you with that. I'll link to it in the show notes, but the short URL is triumphantlearning.com forward slash 
basics. So I will link to that for you. The second question I ask myself is, am I trying to meet someone else's expectations? It's very easy for us to fall into the trap of seeing what everybody else is doing, of hearing everybody else talking and hearing that voice in our head say, your child should be doing X, Y, Z. The reality is maybe not. And maybe those changes, those ideas that you find aren't right for your family. I also ask myself, is my child struggling and is that why I want to make changes? I have heard a lot of moms talk about changing their math curriculums often. I know we changed our reading curriculum a couple of times for one of my children. And I had to evaluate two sides of that coin. One was, do we really need to make a change because what we're doing is not working? Or in our case, she's getting so frustrated and overwhelmed. Do we need to make a change for a little while to help her overcome that? On the flip side, I had to also ask myself, does she just need to persevere? Do we need to push through and help her learn some life skills and some coping strategies and help her learn to keep pushing even when it gets hard? For us, it was a little bit of both. I mentioned we did change reading curriculums a couple times because she was struggling to learn to read for a number of years. And so we had to find resources that would meet her needs, that would address certain issues that she was having, but would also provide her that confidence. So I did not change them frequently. I tried to only change or tweak things um, once or maybe twice a year. But we did change when we needed to. And then there were also times that I had to have that hard conversation with her and say, honey, you've got to put in the hard work for this. You've got to keep pushing. You've, you have to keep persevering and it will work. You will get there. You will be reading, but you've got to work. So when, when you want to make changes because your child's struggling, you may want to evaluate if you need that change or if you just need to keep pushing through. And finally, I ask myself, is this a shiny object? And I'm chasing, chasing after that shiny object. Or I've also heard people refer to it as seeing squirrels and chasing a squirrel like your dog does. This is so easy to do in our current climate. Social media, Pinterest, uh, talking to your friends everywhere. You see all these great, great ideas and they are great and there's nothing wrong with them but you may not have time to do them. They may require more prep work than you are capable of doing in this season of your life. So what I like to do when I find those great ideas is either save it on Pinterest or um, I have an Evernote file where I like to keep a list of ideas for future school years and then I just let it percolate and I, I ponder it. There are usually times that I pull that list back out or I go back to that Pinterest board and I'm looking for that idea because I saw it and I remembered it and I wanted to now implement it because the time is right or we have a circumstance that it fits very well. So just because you see things that are interesting doesn't mean you shouldn't do them. It also doesn't mean that you should do all of them. So you may want to try to 
find what works for you in order to save those ideas and implement what's going to help you, but not what is going to distract you. So there are a couple of things that I try to keep in mind when I do want to add new things. There will be times you want to make changes, times that you want to tweak things, spice things up a little bit, take a little bit of a breather from your normal routine. Or maybe you found a brand new curriculum that's work, that you think will work great for your family and you want to use it. So I have a few tips for you that I use whenever I am in that boat. First, I ask if I can make it a special time. There are certain things that we want to add into our routine. This coming year, we're going to be adding some penmanship. I bought some special supplies for us to work on our, it's not calligraphy, but more uh, Spencerian penmanship. And then I also really want us to work on foreign language. Both of those have been difficult for us to fit into our routine and it doesn't happen individually. We need to do it together as a group even though we're working at slightly different levels. So I found a way to make that special. We are going to have one afternoon a week that we sit down and we work on this together. So we're all doing it together. It's very similar to this, the once a week drink party that Carrie Bazell mentioned in episode eight. And it's just a special time for us to do something together that's a little fun. But at the same time, if our week ends up crazy. If we need to reschedule things, that is going to be one of the first things that I end up removing from our plate because it's special, but it's not necessary. Sometimes I will make a special block of time for this. So instead of a weekly activity, I might have a four-week session. For us, when we get started in the fall, we tend to ease into the school year and we'll have a four or five week block at the beginning of the year where we'll focus on some special activities. So this year, we're going to focus on handicrafts because one of my daughters loves handicrafts and the other one does not. And so this way, it's focused for the one that doesn't love it so much, but it gives her some exposure and experience. At the same time, if my other daughter really loves something that we're learning, she can continue working on that throughout the year if she wants to. The other two things that we'll be working on during that four-week session, in addition to our basics, are science fair work and teen-packed homework. Both of those are things that for us in the past have been a little more difficult to fit in and be consistent with. And so I made a special time, that four or five week session, that we can really focus on those, get them done, get them out of the way. I mentioned earlier that I have an Evernote, Evernote file. So I, when I want to add something new, I will add it to that Evernote file and then look at that each year and see if there's something I want to add for this year. When I have those ideas, I will often say, you know what, I think this would be great, but I'm going to add it to a future year and not this year because this year's already full. I'll leave a link to you in the show notes for Evernote as well. Kind of along the lines of making a special time for something new, I also ask if I could do this activity once or twice a month. 
maybe it's something really awesome that I want to add into our schedule or to our routine, but I know we won't be able to do it consistently. So if I schedule it once or twice a month, we're much more likely to be consistent with it and feel successful. It's also important to recognize that you may have to give something up when you want to add something new. You have a finite amount of time during your day. And within that time, you probably only have a certain amount of time allocated for school lessons. And you're going to have to give something up to add something else new. So saying yes to one thing means saying no to something else. So when I want to add something new, I try to ask myself, what am I willing to let go? What am I willing to take out of our schedule? If you have nothing that you feel you can take out of your schedule, you have no room to add something else. So when I think about adding new things in that perspective, that makes it a whole lot easier for me to say no to some of these new shiny ideas that seem really fascinating and really interesting. But then when I really start thinking about it and asking where in our schedule I would put that in, I realize there's no place for me to put it. And so I have to add it to that Evernote file and forget about it for right now. I mentioned before covering the basics. And in relationship to having to give something up, make sure you are covering those basics before you go add anything else in. Make sure you have a good routine in place. And again, if you don't know what your basics are for your family, I have a free PDF that will help you walk through that. If you are not right now covering the basics in your homeschool, I encourage you to establish a routine that will help you be successful to accomplish your basics and seek accountability. Find a partner, whether it is your husband, a friend, or a mentor, and have them hold you accountable to having school days where you accomplish the basics. Everybody's schedule is different. There will be different seasons for each one of us where we have to let go of some of those extras and we have to focus on getting those habits and routines back in place. And so if this is one of those times for you, by all means, focus on that and recognize the accomplishments that you can make with that. And finally, remember you can only add one new thing at a time. There's only so much you can do. And if you add in too much, you'll be overwhelmed with trying to establish new routines with these new things. So when you want to add new, add new things to your schedule, pick one and find a way that it fits in, whether it's that uh, once or twice a month, once a week, some special session such as the beginning of the school year or during Christmas time or a summer break and get comfortable with that before you add more. So I really hope this has been helpful for you in terms of how to stay focused when there are so many great ideas available for us and has helped you to think through how you can do that with your homeschool. I would love to hear from you. If you have a question that you'd like me to address on the podcast, or if you'd like to share your story on the podcast and help other listeners through that process, please contact me. You can go to triumphantlearning.com forward slash podcast and 
you'll have an opportunity there to either request to be a guest or to leave a comment or a question. And I would love to hear from you soon. So until next time, have a triumphant day.